0: You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. I am really excited to be back here with you again for another conversation. So how are you feeling at this point of the year? At the time of recording this, we are almost in August, and I have to say that I'm finally feeling things lighten up a little bit. June and July were incredibly intense months for me, and as I spoke about in my last episode, I've been navigating some really deep healing personally, which I know has also been unfolding for many of us collectively. Back in early May, I received some really powerful inner guidance when I was journaling that shared with me about this window of time between May and September, that it would be a really internal time for me of inner work, healing, preparation and creating new things behind the scenes. More specifically, my guidance shared with me that June and July would be a time of cocooning, where I would be going within to experience deep inner shifts, changes and transformation. And all I can say is that is 100% what I have felt and what I've been navigating. June in particular was a really challenging month for me. I took a step away from a lot of my external commitments to really deeply support and nourish myself. As I mentioned in my last episode, I've been struggling with my sleep, with insomnia, and this has in turn created a lot of anxiety, and it's been a really difficult thing for me to navigate. And during June, um, I really had to simplify everything and slow down and amp up my self-care and just practice so much self-compassion and self-love and gentleness, And as we came into July, I set this really clear intention for July to be a deep month of healing where I wanted to dig deep, face and heal the unresolved issues that had been causing my insomnia and anxiety. And I really wanted to show up for myself and my own healing in a much bigger way. And as I have to say, as I'm coming to the end of July, I am feeling so much better because of all the things that I've practiced throughout the month. This month, I quit coffee, and this has been um, a decade-long addiction for me. I've found it really hard to give up coffee in the past, but this month I did, and I transitioned into drinking a much more nourishing morning cacao blend that has really supported my adrenals and my nervous system. I dug deeper into modalities like hypnotherapy, NLP, timeline therapy, and EMDR, which I also touched on in my last episode and really went down to heal the unresolved childhood traumas that had been keeping me operating in a fight or flight nervous system. I started working with my naturopath to balance out my hormones. I returned to my meditation practice consistently where I was sitting each day again in stillness and really building this consistent ritual of being in that still calm space and finding a sense of peace within myself. I had my Vedic astrology chart read, which really helped me understand some of the key life cycles I'm moving through. It helped me understand different aspects of my personality because um, your planets and your signs are different in Vedic astrology than they are to Western astrology. So that clarified a lot for me and helped me understand myself and what I'm moving through a lot more clearly. I had to say a lot of no's put in a lot of boundaries, reduced my hours at the computer and really focused on being rather than doing. I amped up my self care, um, having daily magnesium salt baths, giving myself beautiful body oil massages and going on daily nature walks. I started spending my spare time reading rather than watching TV and scrolling or being online. And that really helped me sink so much deeper into my soft, receptive yin, which is a space that I wanted to spend more time in as I knew that would support me with going to sleep at night. I really got into my daily journaling every day to process the many thoughts and feelings that were arising. And I've also just booked in a three day juice cleanse, a winter juice cleanse that I'm starting this weekend, which will be a big physical reset for me as well. It has taken a lot of courage over the past couple of months to really trust my intuition and allow myself to step back in the way that I have, um, but all of this inner work really feels like it's paying off, and as we come into August, and I might have mentioned this before, I really feel that the theme for August is a merge, and I'm ready to start to step out of my cocoon and fly as the new rebirthed butterfly that I have become. And so all of this that I've been navigating has really inspired the topic for today's podcast episode. And I wanted to come on and talk today about how to shift ourselves out of these kind of funks that we get into sometimes and to come back into alignment with feeling like our best self. And when I say funk, I'm talking about these periods of time where internally and emotionally we feel a bit flat, a bit meh, a bit low energy disconnected from ourselves, out of alignment, not quite like ourselves, we're lacking motivation, and sometimes we just can't seem to feel good. We might be trying to implement our practices, but nothing seems to be working. And I have to be honest, I've dropped into quite a few funks so far this year. Um June in particular felt like one giant funk to me honestly. And so if you've been feeling this way, I just want you to know that you're not alone. And there's a lot of different factors that can cause us to find ourselves in these types of energy spaces. And so I want to talk about this with you today. And I want to offer you a range of tools and practices so that you can come back to feeling like your normal happy self again, regardless of what's going on around you. Before I get into that, I have a quick announcement that's actually a really exciting announcement. I have decided to open up my one-on-one coaching books for a small number of clients. It's honestly been around 18 months since I had my books open for new clients. I pressed pause on my one-on-one to really focus on my group programs, and prior to that, my coaching was actually booked up with a wait list. So it's been a while since I've had space for clients, but... Things are shifting for me now, and I'm really wanting to get back into some of my one-on-one work. So I've got a few spaces open if you wanted to work with me in a three-month coaching program. This is for women, and we're going to be focusing a lot of our work in on your relationship with yourself, self-love and self-care, doing the inner healing work, reconnecting with your authentic self, embodying your feminine energy. Tapping into your intuition and reclaiming more of your true power. So if you are interested in working with me and applying to work with me, you can go to ConnieChapman.com slash private coaching to submit an application and I will be in touch with you. So as I mentioned in today's episode, I want to offer you a range of tools and practices that you can use to help shift yourself out of a funk and get yourself back to feeling good, particularly if you've been in a period of feeling a little bit stuck. And I think it's important to mention that there's no one answer or solution to these types of feelings that we're having. And it often requires a really tailored approach as well, personally, to understand what you're feeling and what you need. So feel free to take from this episode what really resonates with you and then just leave what doesn't. There's no right or wrong way to pull yourself out of a funk. But I hope that in today's episode, you find some great tips and practices which will inspire you and help you. So one of the first things I want to give you is to help you with understanding what may have brought you to feeling where you are now. And we can do this through some journaling. So I know sometimes when we're feeling a bit flat or funky, we might want to just try to push through it. We might want to distract ourselves from it. Um, We might start externally seeking for good feelings through alcohol, online shopping, food, sex, television. We might want to numb out um, and just distract ourselves and avoid what's going on. But instead, what I want you to do is to slow down, stop and tune in. Make some time to be with yourself and check in with yourself. And you might just want to start with some journaling and, and reflect on what are these emotions that are present for you at the moment? What's actually there? Because that that sort of dull, flat, funky feeling does actually have more emotion to it if you unpack it. It could be sadness. It could be loneliness, it could be emptiness, it could be a feeling like you're lacking clarity, you're lacking purpose or direction. It could feel like something's missing. It could be frustration, it could be disappointment. See if you can unpack what the actual emotions are that you're feeling at the moment. And from there, just use some self-reflective journaling to explore what might be causing and creating these emotions for you at the moment. I know sometimes we just kind of feel blah and we don't know why, um, but there is an opportunity here to actually more deeply tune in and see if you can clarify what's actually going on for you at the moment. Reflect on things like, has some event just unfolded in my life that's deeply impacted me? For example, it could be something related to COVID and the changes that we've gone through. Is something missing from my life that normally makes me happy? Again, through COVID, some of us had to step away from and let go of our usual routines and the things that we did that made us really happy. And that can really impact you. Am I navigating some type of change or transition right now? Have I stopped or dropped some of my practices that typically make me feel really good? Is there an area of my life that's actually feeling really out of alignment right now? This was going on for me recently in my home. I'm feeling really out of alignment with my current apartment and my lease is ending in a bit over a month. So I know that a move is coming, but there's been a little bit of a funky, frustrated feeling around being where I am when I know that there's somewhere else I want to be. Also reflect on, am I feeling stagnant or bored or uninspired in an area of my life? And do I know I need to create a change? Are there steps that I know I need to take, but I'm avoiding? And how have my thoughts and my mindset been lately? What's the quality of my self-care and my self-love like at the moment? Actually take a look at that self-talk, where your mindset's been at, and how you're taking care of yourself right now. And then from there, you might just want to explore all of that and just identify maybe some things that could be creating what you're feeling and then ask yourself, what am I needing right now? And this is a chance to really listen to yourself, listen to yourself the way you would a best friend and really just uncover what might be causing these feelings and what you need to help create a shift, what you need from yourself or what changes you need to create to help you feel better. From here, I want you to drop any judgment you might have about yourself at the moment for how you're feeling, either that you've found yourself in a bit of a funk, you're feeling stuck, or maybe any judgment that you have around how often this tends to happen for you, because sometimes we can drop in and out of these states quite frequently. If you are already feeling quite heavy and flat, then all of the self-judgment that you might be feeling right now is only going to make you feel heavier. We don't grow and change through being criticized, yet many people still try to use that approach with themselves to get themselves to change. And instead, the energy I want you to bring as you work to pull yourself out of this funk is one of kindness and gentleness and self-compassion and forgiveness Let go of whatever it is that has brought you to where you are and see this moment as a clean slate to begin again. You can create change in any moment, so don't forget that. I often say that the first step to creating change is a wholehearted acceptance of where you are. So let's begin with self-acceptance as this creates a feeling of lightness and ease that will actually help and inspire you to move forward. The other thing I want you to keep in mind here is that it's not about how often you fall out of alignment, but rather how quickly you come back. And I learned this from Gabrielle Bernstein several years ago when I heard her speak in Sydney. Now, at that time, I really looked up to Gabby and I kind of had her on a pedestal. And in my mind, I imagined that she must like always feel aligned, always must feel high vibe and positive and must never get caught in any negativity or self-judgment. But at this talk, someone actually asked that very question. They put up their hand and they said, Gabby, do you ever fall into patterns of negativity and criticism and judgment? And her answer really surprised me. She said, yes, all the time. She said, my ego pulls me into those patterns all the time. But then she said something that was really powerful. She said, it's not about how often you fall out of alignment. It's about how quickly you come back. She said, I don't focus on how often that voice comes in and pulls me out, how often I feel negative, how often I fall into judgment. My only focus is on how quickly I come back into alignment. So you might fall out of alignment 10 times in a day. You might find a negative thought, a negative emotion takes you over numerous times in a day. But if you know how to pull yourself straight out of it, then it's all good. And I found this throughout my journey. Sometimes I would get into a funky state and I'd be in it for a week. But now I know how to shift myself out of it in an hour. Sometimes I know how to shift myself out of it in an instant. So make sure you're focusing on celebrating how quickly you're able to bring yourself back into alignment rather than beating up on yourself for how often you fall out of alignment. The next piece here is to remind yourself that you 100% have the power to change your state. And I find sometimes when we are in a downward spiral of some kind, we forget that we hold the power to change our state. Sometimes the emotions we are feeling have overtaken us so powerfully that we have completely forgotten that we can change our state or how to change it. The other trap we fall into is thinking that our emotional state cannot change until something or someone outside of us changes. And so we end up either waiting for things to change so that we can feel good Or we begin trying to force and create change so that we can get more things that make us feel good and get rid of those things that make us feel bad. And I know this is often confronting to hear, but the change that you're wanting to feel in your emotional state is not going to come from anything outside of you changing. You have the power and the ability to shift how you feel right now before anything outside of you shifts. We reclaim our power and shift out of the victim state when we choose to take responsibility for how we're feeling and do whatever we can to change it. We remind ourselves that our inner world is within our control and whatever thoughts and emotions we choose to give our attention and energy to are determining how we feel. So if you believed that you are 100% in charge of how you feel, what could you do right now to help yourself feel better? Or to feel more of what you want to feel. Approaching the situation this way will immediately bring you back into your power and put you in your power to be able to create change. Which leads me on to my next point. My next point is about changing your focus. Now, when we are in a period of feeling funky, we have to get really honest and ask ourselves these questions Have we been focusing on the problem or the solution? Have we been focusing on what we don't want or what we do want? Have we been focusing on what isn't going well right now or what is going well? Have we been mostly practicing complaining and criticizing or appreciation and gratitude? Have we been focusing on and seeing what is flawed or broken about us or what is beautiful and wonderful about us? Now, even this can create a massive change because very often what causes us to feel flat and funky is that we are focusing on all the wrong things. We're focusing on the problem, we're focusing on what we don't want, we're focusing on what isn't going well, we're focusing on where we don't want to be and we are focusing on what feels flawed or broken about us and our lives. So here are some ways that you can shift your focus and you can do this in your journal. First of all, focus on what is working right now rather than what isn't. Use the journaling prompt, what do I feel grateful to have going really well in my life right now? And then affirm, everything is working out perfectly for me. Next, focus on what you do have rather than what you don't have. Use the journaling prompt, what do I already have in my life right now that is a match to what I want? And affirm to yourself, All that I desire is on its way to me now. Focus on what you love rather than what you don't want or don't like. Use the journaling prompt. What do I deeply love and appreciate about my life right now? Affirm to yourself, more of what I love flows into my life every day. Focus on peace rather than focusing on fear. Use the journaling prompt. How can I bring more peace into my life right now? Or what can I let go of to create more peace in my life? Affirm to yourself, peace begins with me. Focus on the present moment rather than worrying about the past or future. Use the journaling prompt, what do I need to let go of from the past or future so I can be here right now? Affirm in this present moment, all is perfect, whole and complete. Where we put our focus, the thoughts we think and the stories we tell ourselves determine the emotions and energy that we feel within ourselves. When we focus on lack, struggle, drama and pain, we will feel the constriction in our energy and we will radiate a low, dull energy. When big things are unfolding outside of us that we cannot control, we must simply let go of struggling against it and work with the only thing we can control, which is what is going on inside of us. Next, I want you to focus on shifting your energy. So sometimes we can experience a really powerful shift in how we're feeling by changing our body, our physiology, our energy and using movement because your physiology creates your psychology. The way you hold your body impacts your mindset. Simple movement practices can be revolutionary for shifting your state. Anything from putting on music and dancing to a song, shaking out your body, Moving through a yoga flow, going for a run or a walk, having a shower or a bath, going on a big nature walk. What are the ways that you can shift your body, your energy, the way you're moving, even the way you're holding your body to help shift your state? Think about it when you are feeling happy, inspired, excited, how do you hold your body? Your head's up, your face is open, you're smiling, your eyes are bright, you're breathing deep, your shoulders are back, your heart's open, you're in your body, and you're probably feeling quite a lot of energy. Now compare that to how do you hold your body when you're feeling flat, funky, sad, or depressed? Well, probably your head is down and it's heavy, your eyes are gazing down, you're not smiling, maybe you're frowning or your face is just neutral. Your shoulders might be slumped, your breathing might be shallow, and your body probably feels heavy, low energy. You don't really feel like moving. Maybe you're sitting or you're lying down. Now notice those two different physiologies. Those two different ways of holding your body are associated with completely different mindsets. And that is no accident. As I said, our physiology creates our psychology. So even if right now you're not feeling that great, can you shift your body into the physiology of someone who feels excited? Someone who feels inspired? Someone who feels happy? And if you can't do that right now, use some of those practices I just recommended, like playing music or going for a run or going through a yoga flow or dancing or even having a shower to shift your state. Actually changing your body's physiology and using movement and shifting up your energy can really help change your mental state. My next practice here is to return to pleasure. And this is particularly for the women. Sometimes life just becomes a bit dull and monotonous, and we move through the motions and the tasks and the to do's. And without even realizing, life becomes devoid of pleasure and joy and aliveness and nourishment. If you're a woman, I want you to ask yourself Have I been prioritizing my pleasure lately? Have I been experiencing and feeling pleasure in my body and in my life? Am I practicing my self-care rituals at the moment? Have I been making time for me? Have I been giving time and energy to what's really important to me right now? Or have I not? Have I been feeling that I'm mostly living in my body or in my head? Have I been eating in a way that makes me feel good? And have I been enjoying eating my food? Have I been moving my body in a way that feels good at the moment? What's not bringing me pleasure right now? And what changes can I make around this? For us as women, pleasure is incredibly nourishing. It makes the mundane magical. It brings joy and radiance and juice into our feminine bodies. So if you're feeling kind of flat and funky, and this is a big thing I've had to look at too, Where it's sometimes when life just becomes all about the going through the motions, the to-do list, getting things done, helping other people, and we have not been making time for those beautiful, delicious, nourishing practices that bring pleasure into our bodies and our lives. So maybe do a little bit of journaling about how you can bring some more pleasure into your life, how you can focus more on the things that make you feel good, how you can actually slow down to savor everything, whether it's your evening shower or your morning practice or sipping on a cup of tea or when you eat your lunch or when you go on your walk, slow down and savor all of the sensations of every experience And you'll find so much pleasure is available for you in every moment. My final point here for you today is to get into action. I know for me, one of the biggest things that can cause flatness is not taking action. It's those times where I know that there are things I should be doing and I need to be doing, but I'm not. Action creates movement. And while you don't want to become rushed and frenetic in your action, Taking constructive steps forward will do wonders to pull you out of a funk. So just reflect in your journal if there's any important steps that you know you've been putting off. Actions that you could be taking that would make you feel good, that would move you forward. Or places where things are feeling stagnant right now and they feel like they're not moving. Heartstorm out any and every step that you can think of that would get you moving and would get you moving forward in these areas. Write down everything you can think of. And this is the other thing, too, is that very often we're just not taking action on those things that make us feel good. And this can be one of the main things that causes a funk when we have simply stopped prioritizing and practicing what makes us feel good. And like I said before, perhaps all your time is going to the things that deplete and drain you. And then all of those practices that amp up your energy have fallen away. So write out that list of all of the practices of the things that you love to do and that get you feeling good. Those small, beautiful things that bring you joy, that nourish you, that make you smile, that make you feel happy, that make you feel creative. Even small things like getting your house clean, getting a haircut, getting your nails done, going to a dance class, listening to a podcast, certain music you love to listen to, cooking a nourishing dinner, having a hot bath, doing an evening ritual, reading an inspiring book, getting a massage, or even setting up a beautiful morning practice for yourself. This might sound really simple, But when we actually make time every day for those little things that make us feel good and that nourish us, we fill ourselves up from within. It makes us feel positive and loved and taken care of and energized. And it puts us in a good mood all day. So make sure you're not dismissing this and being like, oh, these little things won't make a difference. I promise you that they will. All of these little shifts add up. Because I know when we're in a funk, and this has definitely been my mindset sometimes we just feel like nothing's going to work we're like oh that won't make a difference or maybe we try those little practices and we don't feel a shift and so we just give up but I've given you so much in this episode for you to work with whether it's about reflecting on what's causing you to feel the way you feel looking at what is missing what changes you might need to make what things you can add in Or even just getting honest around what practices have fallen away or where you're not taking action on the things that are really important to you. It's so important that when we're feeling flat and funky, we be really gentle and kind on ourselves. These are sometimes difficult periods to navigate. But what I've noticed is they're made even worse when we're really hard on ourselves through them. So we are navigating a lot this year. This is a really, really big year energetically and emotionally for many of us. You might have been feeling what I've been feeling the past couple of months, just really in your cocoon, needing to step away to navigate a lot of stuff that's been rising for you, going through a lot of shifts and a lot of changes. But I do feel as we come into August and particularly September, We're going to notice a lot more lightness and a lot more forward movement. Yes, we know life may not get back to normal and life may not look the same. So it's up to us to take full responsibility for how we're showing up, how we're feeling, how we're looking after ourselves and how we're making the very best of the situation that we're in. To complete today's episode, I wanted to share some channeled guidance that I received for the month of August. This guidance flowed through me a couple of days after I recorded the episode, but I decided to come back on and add it in as it ties in beautifully to today's conversation, and I hope it will be really comforting and supportive for you. So here it is. As we turn the corner into August, you will notice a radical energy shift. It is a shift unfolding on a deep, internal level, where you will notice changes within yourself. Changes that may not yet be reflected externally in the way you desire, but changes which you will feel on a deep, cellular level. Through June and July, there has been a massive clearing unfolding, an inner excavation, a deep purging and clearing of darkness that has been laying dormant within ourselves and our bodies. This clearing has been unfolding to make space for the light to flood in, for more light to fill up your cells, to anchor into your body, and to emanate through your energy field. This inner change is preceding an external change, but do not become frustrated if you cannot see your external results just yet. It all must be anchored internally first, before it can be materialized around you. Trust what you're feeling. Trust the inner knowing that things are changing and avoid trying to rush or force anything or look to your external world for proof and evidence of the change that you desire. Remember, life is a reflection of you. You cannot see something outside of you before you have cultivated it inside of you. The inner cultivation, embodiment, seeding, planting and blossoming is everything right now. If you are feeling frustrated because life continues to push back at you, place roadblocks in your path slow down your progress or ask you to pause, notice what part of you is frustrated and why. Is it the part of you that has ideas, plans and expectations about how things should look? Is it the part of you trying to push forward with your own agenda? Is it the part of you that's too afraid to slow down, trust and surrender into the divine process that is unfolding? Witness that part of you and know it is not who you truly are. It is layers of programming that have caused you to become fixated on how things must look and how they must unfold. Instead, take a deep breath and see if you can feel for the part of you that is at ease in this process, the part of you that trusts life, that trusts what is manifesting, the part of you that has no judgment, no expectation and no preconceived ideas but which is open, embracing, and allowing of life and how it is choosing to unfold at this time. There is a divine process unfolding here, even if you cannot see that or even if it makes no sense to you right now. And so if life feels difficult, if challenges continue presenting, if things continue to not go according to plan, if you feel constricted, heavy, defeated, or overwhelmed by what you're navigating, stop for a moment and take a deep breath. Bring your awareness out of your mind, out of its stories, its worries, its thoughts, its analysis, and bring your awareness into your heart, your all-knowing, all-loving, wise, and glorious heart. Feel the resonance of your heart, your heart that loves you, your heart that is unconditionally loving and accepting of all that life brings, and look at your circumstances through your heart. Feel the softening and unraveling of resistance, the opening and the allowing, Feel love begin to pulsate through your heart and beam that love to any area of your life that is feeling difficult right now. Realize and breathe in the realization that you can experience a shift right away in how you feel by changing your perspective, by changing your inner dialogue, by viewing life through the lens of love rather than fear. While this may not solve the problem or resolve the external challenge, it will absolutely shift how you feel about it. Your beginning point is to create an inner shift around something that you're experiencing as this must precede the external shift that you're wanting to experience. The fighting against what is only creates more struggle. The allowing and relaxing into what is creates more ease. Your acceptance of what life is bringing does not make it right and does not turn it into a positive if it feels like a negative, but it absolutely changes your energy and your energy is your greatest currency. The quality of your energy is everything right now. Tend to your energy. Begin to slow down enough that you can bring awareness to how you're feeling. Your feelings are the indicator of the frequency you are radiating. Remember that you're always radiating a frequency. You are always radiating and emanating an energetic frequency. And the quality of this frequency is much more important than you realize. Your energy frequency is creating your life. And so the greatest point of power that you have right now, amongst all of this uncertainty, change and chaos, is to become more aware of how you're feeling and more aware of your energy. To become more aware of how your energy is vibrating and what signal you are broadcasting into the field. Make this your focus now through August, not to try to change what is happening around you or fight against it but to master how you're feeling in response to it and to improve the quality of the energy you are radiating. Imagine beautiful light energy flooding your body and filling up your energy field with a glowing radiance. Connect with your heart daily and use your awareness to activate its energy. Find ways to access the frequencies of joy, pleasure, aliveness, gratitude, freedom, play, lightness, peace, and inspiration regardless of where you find yourself. The more we each individually tend to our energy, the sooner we will notice a collective shift. There is so much love available for you right now. Open up, breathe it in and let it guide you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts and reflections on this episode. I hope there's been a lot of beautiful takeaway practices and tools in here for you. If you love this episode and you want to share it, please do share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman. And I will give you a reshare um, in thanks for you sharing my work. If you love this episode, please do share it with a friend, go onto your podcast app and make sure you are subscribed either on there or on Spotify or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode of Awaken Radio. Give the show a rating if you're really enjoying what I'm sharing here as that helps it reach more people. And if you are interested in working with me one-on-one now that my books are open, you can go to ConnieChapman.com slash private to find out more about my current coaching program. Thank you so much for being tuned in again to this week's episode of Awaken Radio. I've loved reconnecting with you again on here, and I look forward to talking to you again next time.